0: And welcome to The Voice of a Lion. I am Clay Schroff.
1: And I'm Michelle Schroff.
0: And together with an amazing guest, we are The Voice of the Lion. And we hope that it inspires you, gives you guidance, and you find strength in the journey and the stories of those that we have on. Now, Michelle is not only my co-host, but she's my gorgeous wife of 24 years. She's the mother of our 10 children and the best Mimi in the world. She was voted Mother of the Year by American Mothers Incorporated. She is the director of Zoe, which is a nonprofit that empowers and equips women that find themselves in abusive situations, poverty, and incarceration. She's an amazing public speaker, empowering those around her. She's a life coach, a mentor, and she is the blog author of RunMama.Run
1: is not only the most adventurous husband daddy and papa he is a veteran of the united states air force specializing in security and law enforcement he is currently the top producer for larry h miller automotive corporation director of aspen a nonprofit that positively impacts the family and he is also a mentor life coach and a dynamic public speaker we are so excited to hang out with you for the next 30 minutes or so welcome to the voice of a lion
0: we are very privileged to have a good friend of ours, Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, here tonight with us. Now, and let me tell you something. So we, we got involved with the Sheriff's Department uh, working with Operation Safe Child. And I got the privilege of meeting with you. And, you know, I've met with other people in other departments. Right. And I had mentioned to you a program that we were getting ready to start. It was called Raising Highly Capable Kids. And we kind of explained how it would change the community. And I get, I get, I saw your eyes light up how you could break a chain, and the next thing I know, you you're there at my meeting. You have your who was there? There was (laughs) everybody. There, your entire (laughs) command staff. Your entire command staff came to listen. And when you said you were in, I in the back of my mind, I got to be honest. I was like, I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. People Mm want to make changes. Yes. The difference is you implemented it, you put the resources behind it, and you made a difference. And I went, oh, this guy is a lion for New Mexico. This guy is a lion for Bernalillo County and his officers. And it w- it was at that time that you, in my, in my mind, I got to see the other things that you were doing and all the other changes that you were doing. And it was so unlike what other, and you're not a politician per se, but you had to get elected into your office, do. And... Uh, what a great time that is.
2: It's awesome. I, I There's something to be said about being in my position as an elected official. But, you know, over the years I've witnessed and watched, uh, made my observations of how other people take office. And one of the things I wanted to make sure I did was if I said I was going to do something, I made sure it got done. Mm. Uh, if you walk the walk, talk the talk, right? That's right. So that's what I believe is that. We need to uh, make sure that if we make a promise and we're going to say, hey, we're going to take care of the children or we're going to protect the people or we're going to do public safety, then we got to make sure that it reflects what the public wants us to do. And uh, you bringing that program to us and other like programs that are out there in the community, we're going to support because we believe that that's what's going to develop the relationships we need and the trust that needs to that needed to be restored when we first came in. So people actually know that we're here to serve them.
0: Right, and uh, you know, one of the things that I noticed is that as it trickles down. So obviously, you you run your department, and how many officers are total?
2: We have three hundred and about three hundred and twenty allowed deputy sheriffs in our in our department.
0: Right, and it trickles down. You can see a difference in in the attitudes of your officers and your your patrol people, and it's amazing to see. And I think what that does is the public now looks at it a lot different. Um, police officers are under a lot of scrutiny now. It, it, they're viewed differently. And what I see you and your department doing, and something we talked about, and I really want to get into it, you talked about decentralizing and getting out into the community. What a great concept. Explain that a little further, the way that you see it.
2: Decentralization is a key to community policing. And so I think me and, and our discussion that we had about a week ago, you know, there was a little bit of a talk about what happened in the 20th century. And, and a lot of law enforcement agencies consolidated the services, and a lot of it always has to do with cost. But I think that's actually costing us at the at the expense of having a re- relationship with the public. So the key mm-hmm. is to decentralize all your people back into the community so they're visible, they're accessible, and you can actually have your, your ear to the ground and a pulse on the community, so you actually know what the needs are. When you can identify what the needs are of the public and you can truly represent them and serve them, then you are really gonna be effective. And that's the approach we've taken. It's a, it's very basic, but what's happened is, oftentimes when, let's say a head of agency takes over a, a department, an organization, all they do is they take what they inherited and they don't have a vision of what that community-based policing should look like, this should be going on throughout the country. That would help restore the trust of law enforcement throughout the country, not just here, but it works anywhere. It's a very basic, fundamental way of policing.
0: So, and Bernalillo, uh, Bernalillo Sheriff's Department, where is your boundaries?
2: So, uh, you know, it's we, we're just a little bit east of the uh, East Mountains over here on the other side, probably about 20 miles east of uh, the canyon. And then, if you go out to the Tahajali area, that's about as far west as we go. Two of the other borders that are probably familiar to your listeners are probably Sandia Reservation. That's one of our uh, borders. And the other one is a Sleda Reservation. So that's kind of our our four corners of uh, Bernalillo County.
0: And you guys work pretty tightly with the regular uh, city police.
2: Yes. We right. have a great relationship with the Albuquerque Police Department, there State Police. You have to collaborate. That was one of uh, the things that we identified when we came into office. Three things we wanted to do. Accountability, collaboration, and fair and impartial treatment.
0: So what do you see your department doing in the community next?
2: You know, uh, one of the bigger things we got going, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, because before it, was, uh, it wasn't it was a full commitment, it was Operation Safe Child. Well, we have implemented that and we institutionalized it as of this past uh, spring. And so that will be a full-time assignment for detectives on an ongoing basis. And that will have a tremendous impact on the services that they provide to these children that are being abused, neglected, or they have other issues, they could be be hungry. Mm -hmm. Whatever their issues are, we wanna be able to address and provide them services. These are the cases that oftentimes aren't looked at maybe by the district attorney's office because there's not enough evidence to proceed forward with a case. But there are still concerns on our side as a concerned caretaker, so to speak, for the community. So we have those people, those detectives that will follow up and ensure that those kids are getting whatever they need so they can be safe.
0: Hmm. Now, and for our listeners that don't know. Um, that is where the sheriff's department is taking units and they're going out on a non-call basis. And so a a house may have been identified um, in the past for whatever reasons. And a red flag has been sent up saying this family may need help or assistance or further investigation needs to be done. But instead of going in as a law officer, you're going in as a service officer, letting these families know that we're here to watch over, protect, offer resources, um, and it's an amazing, it, it's basically the sheriff's department going out in their community with an olive branch saying, we're not here just to arrest mom and dad. We're not here just to kick in doors, even though there is a time for that in law enforcement. We're here to offer services and resources that you may not be getting. And we have been fortunate enough. Mm-hmm. um to be able to go out with that and offer some of our resources. But I'm going to tell you the the officers that you have doing that are amazing. And other communities, other communities need to catch on to that. Michelle, what have you found with that?
1: Uh, For me, I, I just really feel like they care. I mean, I remember going out on a call one time and the kids were doing great. Apparently there was some big changes that mom and dad had already made before we had come out. But we did notice that there was a dog tied up in the yard and one of the officers said, hey, do you, I think there's services. For for dogs, yes, and so we literally sat in the driveway and researched services for the dog. And the dog wasn't being mistreated; it was just tied up. And we saw that the dog needed a dog house, maybe maybe some you know um, fencing to keep the dog safe and everybody in the community safe from the dog just roaming around. And that we found some resources that provide those things, you know. And when you're living in poverty, I mean, even if you're not living in poverty, I mean, a, a dog house, a hundred bucks, you yes. know, that's that's costly. Yes. So it was really neat to see how far your your sheriffs would go to help out these folks. We were blown away.
2: That's awesome, Michelle. Yeah. You know, one thing that was a spinoff of Operation Safe Child was the Animal Cruelty Task mm-hmm. Force that we created. So two great programs. And, and so we understand what the purpose of those are. But what you also need to understand is that it is an, a, a very good way to do community policing, and you were, you were witnesses to this because you went. It was an opportunity for you to literally get on mm-hmm. your on your feet, get out in your community, walk to house to house, and visit with people. And people like to see law enforcement out there. It's like you said, we're not always a stick, right? This That's is a nice. carrot. And so this is a carrot that we have to offer. And we go out there and say, hey, how can we expand what we're doing in terms of service? Because we are to serve and protect. So... The, you know, there are times where we have to go on the other side and do the protection side, but there's a service side, and sometimes that offers a
0: carrot. Now, um, you grew up in Albuquerque. Yes. So, I mean, you're 505 all the way, all the way through. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> so, when you were younger, who made the biggest impact in your life and why? Well,
2: first, first and foremost, it always starts at home, mm-hmm. you know, but also in the community. I, I grew up uh, really close to a community center, and it was a county community center, and I always make sure that people know this: that the people that were there during the summertime, those people that were the staff there, that were you know getting you involved in the sports, the intramural sports, baseball, basketball, ping pong, mm-hmm. playing pool, those type of relationships, I still remember to this day. I run into people that I still know because I grew up here and I still know them, and I have so much thanks, so much thanks for them because you know what i look back and say what if that person was there what are the other things that could have been out there that would have maybe sidetracked you but in my case i always look at it as that there's a hundred if not thousands of other kids that had that same experience mm-hmm. that we need to really be grateful so i think the people that had an impact are definitely my parents uh, i always want to reflect back on your teachers you know and, and give them the credit but there's always those community stakeholders uh whether they be in your church, whether they be at the community center, Mm -hmm. they're all over the place. There's people that are friends, so many different people that are involved in raising uh, a child or an individual in this community. So I have to give thanks to many.
0: You know, and I think that, uh, and we've talked a little bit, and there was a point in your life where if other people would not have stepped in, you wouldn't be the man that you are today.
2: Oh, absolutely. I think all of us can say that. You know, we can probably all, re- I think it's, I spend a lot of time reflecting, but I think we can all look back and say everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, uh, whether your godparents or whether uh, they're close friends or people that are concerned about you or, you know, whatever comes about, pe- people introducing you into opportunities, they're all there for a reason. It's whether you make that right decision to go down the right road.
0: You, you know, and I bring that up only because I know that it, it what a phenomenal leader making huge differences for the state of New Mexico and Bernalillo County, particularly right now. And it it if we can go back in time, the people who were there to hold you up and to edge you on and to encourage you, truthfully, they, they could take a little credit. Not that we take credit, <laughs> but lo- you know what I mean. No,
2: they could take a lot. I'm going to say this. I I truly believe, based on what you said, all the people that have done something for me this is my way of paying forward mm. to them nice. everything that they did for me. Now, in return, it's my job to impart everything I can to help people for as long as I, I possibly can to pay that forward.
0: Mm. So what's next for the sheriff's department? What's a big step that you guys are getting ready to do? The sheriff's office is getting ready to do a
2: lot of proactive policing in the city of Albuquerque. We have some grant funding that we have come coming to us. Uh, we have a very motivated, dedicated group of, of law enforcement officers that want to make a difference, understand what some of the issues are in terms of crime, and we will proactively take a step to- towards correcting some of that, those things that are going on. So we have some grant funding coming through some uh, uh, federal uh, rewards we got because of some of the proactive work we did last year, and we got about $1.2 million okay. to use in the next three years. And that's what we'll be doing. So we'll be taking an active role. Hopefully we'll be able to divert some of those people and hopefully they'll opt to go in the right direction and, and make good decisions. So you want to make sure that this community is going going the right way. You know, one of the things I want to say on behalf of my staff is I always appreciate their great ideas, but there's a lot of things that we're doing that I think a lot of other agencies can learn for, from and also hopefully institutionalize some of these programs, mm-hmm. not only here, but statewide. So we're not 50th in and, and child abuse and mm-hmm. child issues mm-hmm. and and education. so we're we're here to support the people that live here.
0: well, and we've we've had an opportunity to work with uh, several of your agencies because of what we do with children. and you know, trafficking is a huge buzzword. And I'd say that um, ten to thirty percent of the girls that Michelle works with have been trafficked. Wow. And uh, probably more. probably more. Wow. And um, you you have officers that go so far above and beyond. Um, what they are called to do when, when they clock out at night, it's, so I just, I just, we need as a community to be very, very thankful for not only what you do, but also, you know, the legacy that you're pouring into your officers. So what's, what's next for you? Are you going to run for sheriff again? Are you going to run for president? What are you going to (laughs) do? I'm pushing for president. (laughs) You know, we
1: said when I first uh,
2: wanted to be the sheriff, all I wanted to do is a, is a good job as the sheriff. Mm -hmm. And then after this term ends, then I'll, I'll have to make a decision because I want to continue to serve the people. I, I, that's why I'm here. I, I want to do as much as I can for our city, for our community, for our county, for the people here. I truly love them. Uh, I'm committed to them. My, my kids are here, my family are here. you know I you know we're forming a relationship as we move <laughs> along and and I just want to do as much as I can so I can leave here saying I you know I, I did as much as I could to do for the greater good. Okay. That seems
1: to be the the roar of the lion is gratitude and selflessness, so uh, after the interviews that we've already conducted, that's the common thread
0: you know and 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 what we really and we're just very thankful that you're here, and the reason that we, you are here is we do consider you a lion in our community, mm-hmm. and a lion in our community is truthfully it's defending the weak and it's moving forward and putting positive things in place for the good of the whole mm-hmm. for the for the entire pride. Um, if there was a phrase that defined you when you were at your best, what would it be?
2: My wife. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I, you know, I love my family. So if there's something that's going to define me, I would say that I'm a a family man Mm. and, uh, and I love, I love people. So I think if if there's something that is love,
1: Mm.
0: that's awesome. That's good. And if you could tell the whole world, the entire world, from the poorest of the poor to the richest of the rich, to the powerful of the powerful, if you could tell them one thing, what would it be?
2: That the Burnley County Sheriff's Office is here to serve and protect you, and and we are a neutral uh, sheriff's office. Uh, we're concerned about what your what your your needs are, and if there's anything we can do to better your situation, please give us a call.
0: So the roar of the lion with uh, Manny Gonzalez is. Uh, If you need help, you call for the sheriff. Yes. Call the Bernalillo Sheriff's Department, and they'll be at your doorstep with help or to protect. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Clay. Good job. Good. And this has been the Voice of a Lion, and I hope that you enjoyed today's guest. I hope that they inspired you, they motivated you, and you find strength in their journey and the stories that they told. If you'd like to continue to follow us, please go to voiceofalion.com.